welcome to the next episode of Morgan Asked For Podcast. We are joined again by TJ Tassel here for Hawkeye Weekly. Uh, we're going to recap uh, the Hawkeyes' 35-7 win over Minnesota Golden Gophers last Friday night. And then we'll talk about this coming Saturday afternoon's game at Penn State. Um, you know, first uh, thing, you know, a relatively uh, dominant win for the Hawkeyes, 21 points in the fourth quarter to, to put it away. And then, you know, kind of the big talk of the game was Coach, uh, Kirk Ferentz uh, taking three timeouts at the end of the game and then kind of making a, a smart aleck comment uh, towards Coach uh, P.J. Fleck. Yeah, you know, it's, it's I think, a little bit in good fun, you know, and I'm sure he's heard some things in the throughout the ranks of the coaches in the Big Ten and you know, everybody folks are fun. You know, you got good friends you coach against and things like that. You have your little side jokes you throw at each other and get together in the off season sometimes and things. And so maybe that had something to do with it. Maybe not. Um, and maybe yeah, that's just Kurt. I, I, I tend to think that they don't like each other. And he just kind of <laughs> um, went went and gave him a little side jab. Yeah, I think that's probably where you're going with that. Or I agree with you on that one. And uh but, you know, that's that's part of the game, and, and it makes it a little fun, and it's even better that some of the fans got to hear and see some of it, especially from a pretty straight and narrow Kirk Ferentz who doesn't usually say a lot like that. It's kind of a neat once in a while to see that, you know, and be a little arrogant or whatever you want to call it. So, but Yeah, I yeah. mean, just that's, that's the sixth straight win. Um, you know, Coach Fleck has not beat the Hawkeyes yet. Um, you know, Couple of just things. Uh, Goodson ran for 142 yards, two touchdowns on 20 carries. Um, yep. Again, that interception streak is intact. Uh, Herner and Moss uh, picked off, uh, you know, the quarterback there. Um, yeah, 11 straight games with at least one interception. So I mean, you know, and then you know, kind of a, a fun stat here. Coach Ferentz is 16 and six against Minnesota, so he's kind of had their uh, number. Yeah, and I literally like it. You know, I, I went to a game one time when I was in college or and uh, had some real mouthy Minnesota fans after we were already kicking their butts. And and so it's nice to beat them every year. You know, it's it's one of those, you know, you got about three or four teams that you want to beat. You know, you always got your in-state rivals. You got your um, border wars with Nebraska and Minnesota. And, you know, Illinois has been down, so it hasn't really been a, a – big battle a lot you know but it's fun to beat those teams and and like i said last week i think it helps in the recruiting in the midwest a little bit to keep kids local that way um but you know like you said you touched on it with the the defense i think was really good you know you only allow seven points um on their home field and you know keeping that interception streak live that's that's nice bonus and this something to hang your hat on a little bit there you got to credit the coaching staff on that for the defense anyway especially uh goodson had another good game like you said 142 yards 20 carries two touchdowns and he's got to have i think he's got to keep it right around 20 touches a game uh, if we can but you know even makai Sargent had 86 yards on nine carries he had you know almost 100 yards in minnesota you know they only had 145 rushing yards total so it was nice to have that, you know, uh, Goodson almost matching their yardage and then another almost 100 yards with it. We're back. We're getting back to the, you know, the traditional Iowa football, run the ball and and uh, keep teams 
low score. Um, you know, and, and maybe it's something to do with the competition. Minnesota, maybe not as good as they want to be, but they've had a couple wins or whatever. And, um, you know, it was good to have Smith Marset back. He had a few catches here and there. Um, the big fourth quarter is, is not your traditional Iowa. It's, it's usually, you know, we want to keep things going, but it was, it was maybe a little bit of statement by fairness towards PJ Fleck on that also, you know, the 21 points. And it's nice to see that happen also once in a while. Um, to know that you can do that late in the game if you need to. Um, you know, our penalties, I, I looked at a stat and saw that whether it's 100% correct or not, because there's so many things on the Internet that aren't, but two for 25 yards, that was pretty good right there. Um, and then, yeah, the two interceptions total. Um, you know, so it was a good game. It was it was back to kind of like when we played against Michigan State, you know, it was, it was one of those games that you're happy you're kicking the crap out of somebody and – and uh, getting to do some things and maybe practice some things that game like that you want to get in. Yeah. So, I mean, and, you know, and then just the other thing, uh, you know, still want to talk about Petrus a little bit. He didn't have a great game, nine of 18 for 111 yards. And then one, one touchdown to Smith Marset, as we talked about earlier. And then one interception that wasn't very good. That was just a bad throw. Um, mm-hmm. So he still is not, you know, being as super efficient for him obviously they had a a really good running game on friday night so it didn't hurt him but you're going to need more from petrus coming uh up in these upcoming games yeah and that's the thing you know hopefully he's getting his feet under him and and uh you know i know kirk he likes to stick with his his man and uh you don't want to have any controversy there but you know you got to give him his chances but you never know yeah maybe we've got somebody in the in the waiting that that could do just as well or maybe a little better. I don't know. Um, again, Petrus, as long as he wins, I guess, you know, and he's doing what he's got to do, but that interception was bad and, and he did have the one TD. He's still got to work on his touch a little bit, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously just another good win and, a, you know, um, you know, two and two after that zero uh, and two start. You know, there's people, a lot of people questioning Coach Ferentz and what was going on with the program and Coach Brian Ferentz. And you know, they went to work. And as a Hawkeye fan, you guys should be really proud of the coaching staff and the players for, you know, turning it around and and winning uh, two games in a row here uh, to get uh, balanced out on the year as two and two. You know. Who would have thunk uh, that Northwestern and Purdue were the better teams compared to Michigan State and Minnesota? I mean, I I wouldn't have guessed that before. You know, maybe Michigan State, you know, with a new coaching staff and everything, and they were kind of trending down. But you would have definitely thought uh, Minnesota would have been better than Northwestern and Purdue. But obviously that's not the case. Well, yeah, especially with the preseason hype last year and even a little bit of this year for Minnesota, and you know, and uh, uh, was it Michigan they beat earlier in the year too? Yeah, and they they beat Michigan in game uh, two. Um, yeah. You know, obviously they got beat by Rutgers first game, and then they come back and beat Michigan, and you know, it's just been a really weird season. And but Michigan's not good, Minnesota's yeah. not good, Michigan State's not good. Um, it's kind of topsy turvy and. You know, coming up this week, Indiana and Ohio State uh, are going in uh, and playing for the the East. And yeah, there's a 20 know. point spread on that one. You know, yeah. So, well, um, and then even that is, 
the Hawkeyes are going to and might as well make this transition to this week. Penn State is 0-4 after being preseason number eight in the country. That was uh, the first thing I was going to say, and you don't have that happen very often. No, and, and I, I don't and, know. And Penn State is an underdog at home does not happen very often either. And I was favored by two and a half right now that I last I saw. Yep, yep that's I have it up right now, and that's what I it has it at. Um, over under is forty seven, and and then Penn State plus two and a half. So yep, yeah. So Iowa's favored by two and a half. So you know, yeah. it, it's a big week for Iowa. You know, with Penn State being down, they're obviously not happy, and they're coming in with nothing to lose. Iowa, they're going to have to take a step forward and and you know keep moving forward and not have a. a step back this week and it's a big game for him in that aspect you know um i just really hope that we don't take that step backwards and and you know penn state if they have one bad year like this out of how many years they've had good success well then they deserve one bad year and and we don't need to feel sorry for them <laughs> absolutely you know and then uh you know it's kind of a i'm looking at a game preview thing right here and um you know, kind of a big deal. Ference, uh with a win, his next Big Ten win is, is win number 100 in the Big Ten for him. Um, and they've become only the fourth coach in Big Ten history to do that. I'm assuming that's Joe Paterno, uh, Bo Schembechler, Woody Hayes, and himself, maybe. Um, uh, you know, yeah. just off, off the top. Nope, that's, I was wrong. Paterno didn't. Of course, Paterno wasn't in the Big Ten all that long, I guess. Right, right. Uh, Wood, Woody Hayes, 152. Bo Schembechler, 143, and then Alonzo Stagg, 115, because when he coached at University of Chicago, they were in the Big Ten a long time ago. Okay. And actually, I think I did hear a stat. Actually, University of Chicago is actually still in the Big Ten. Um, they just don't play sports in it. Oh. But officially, they still are for the academics and everything else like that. Huh. I, I didn't well, know that either. I, I kind of heard that this uh, week. Learn something that. every day, I guess. Yep. <laughs> But that, no. that's a really, really good company. You know, you, you think of Woody Hayes and Bo Beckler. Yeah. I'm um, really only two other guys, you know. Well, so. yeah, and, and to pass, you know, I know he's passed him, but back in the day when he passed Hayden Fry, that was a big one right. too, you know, and Fry was around a long time. And, and it's, you know, having two coaches in the last, what, almost 40 years, I think it is. That's I think it's more than 40 years. Yeah, 40-some yeah. I mean, years, so. You know, I've known two coaches for Iowa football in, in my oh, yeah. lifetime, and that's pretty that's pretty good thing for your team. If it, I mean, it obviously proves that, you know, they've done some things right if they've made the long haul personally and the school's kept them that long, especially nowadays. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, and, you know, he, he, he didn't win right away, but then when he turned it around, he turned it around pretty good there. All right, so let's just kind of talk about uh, – Penn State here, just a couple things I'm looking at. Um, you know, just I was uh, historically struggled to run the ball against them, only averaging less than 100 yards. Uh, but this week, um, you know, Penn State is averaging, uh, giving up 34.8 points a game. Um, obviously, that's very un-Penn State-like. Um, obviously, they're coming off a, a close loss to Nebraska. They had, yeah, they had a, they had, a, they had a chance to win that at the end. I think they were right down there inside the red zone and couldn't get it done. Um, yeah, and I think, you know, if Penn State had a little more success early in the year, they might have got it done. You know, it's one of those things that, whoa, we're actually got a chance here, and Nebraska's not, you know, your 
weaker team in the Big Ten right now. They're not great, but, you know, um, and I, it's just, like I said, a really big game for Iowa because Penn State's coming in and they're looking to just make improvements and be in the game again and possibly pull out a win. They're at home. You know, I know it's not as big a deal, but with not as many fans, but it's still a road game and, and you know, you're not in your friendly confines and those things. So, I mean, it's going to be – it's a big game. Uh, they're 0-4, but they're not a traditional 0-4 team. And and the coaching staff, you know, they're not going to they're, – they're still saying, we still have Penn State on our jerseys and we're still going to show up to play and we're, we're going to give them everything we got. Well, and I agree with that. You want to take advantage of the opportunity that presents itself. And, and this is as good an opportunity as you're going to have to go into Penn State. They're not doing very good. There's going to be no fans there. That is a huge opportunity. You don't get too many chances um, to go into Happy Valley and think you're going to win a football game. Yeah, be favored. And, and and I was walking in that game saying, hey, we're supposed to win this game. You know, much like Iowa State, you know, when they beat Oklahoma earlier in the year, this was a chance to get it. They got a brand-new quarterback. You know, I wouldn't yep. want to play Oklahoma right now. You know, right. they had to take that opportunity. You know, early in the year, young, inexperienced quarterback um, – you know, well, if you if you played if you played Oklahoma on Saturday, you're a, a big time underdog, and you're uh, you're gonna have to play a perfect game to beat them. Right. But, you know, six weeks ago that wasn't the case, and Iowa State took advantage. And that's where you know it's it's nice to get those games early. You know, kind of like the Rutgers beating uh, Minnesota early, or um, you know, and things like that. And each week, every team gets better. If they don't, then they don't belong, and and they're terrible. But I and I know Penn State's going to be better next week than they were this week. And you know you got to expect that at least. And and like you said, Penn State's been traditionally a trouble game for us at times. And I hope that that's in the back of our minds a little bit that we owe them a little payback. You know, I was there when I thought we beat them, and then they throw another pass or whatever to the flash to Saquon Barkley, and he goes 90 yards or whatever, and they beat us again. You know, so. Um, we've had some close battles with them when they were really good. And now that they're not as good, that's when you have to take advantage of it and you have to beat teams while they're down. Now, I used to, when I was coaching, I said, you don't give them a chance. You got to stomp on them and then you got to keep stomping on them and keep them down while you can. And that's not to be jerks. That's just to the, the way it is. And, and you don't want to give them any confidence and, you know, or, to the chance where they say, oh, we could have beat them or we should have beat them. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and then, you know, kind of the last thing on Penn State here is, you know, they haven't committed to starting a quarterback yet. Uh, so you, you, they don't know which guy they're going to go with. They've been struggling at that position. And, you know, you got to wonder if, per se, Iowa doesn't play well and then Petrus doesn't play well, will that talk be coming to Iowa City? Yeah, and it could, and, and and that was the other thing we didn't talk about. I was showed a little bit of the wildcat this year with Goodson, and I like that, just to mix it up a little bit too. But yeah, you know, I I don't, I can't even think of the guy's name right now, the backup. But you know, um, he's got to be ready. You never know that it's next guy in. You always got to be thinking. You know, I've I've been there before. You sit and you sit a whole half of a basketball game, and then coach is mad about the people who played and, and he gives you your chance. You got to step in and be ready to do it. Then you can't pout about it. You got to be ready to go. And, and I think like everybody, like, like I said about every team, they're getting better each week. And I hope Petrus is the same and, and hopefully, you know, he can learn from his mistakes that he's had this year and, 
and I think he's gotten better, but we still are a work in progress. You know, we're not, we're not a top five team obviously, and we're not even top 10, but if we can keep improving, we can get ourselves in that top 15, top 20 ranking again, I think. Yeah. I mean, you know, your two losses at the beginning of the year look bad, but they, you know, they're, you know, Northwestern still undefeated and then Purdue's only losses to Northwestern. So, I mean, as long as those two teams keep winning, then those losses look better and better and, uh, and just keep controlling your, uh, and winning your games. And you never know what happens because COVID can strike at any time. And Wisconsin looks really, really good. But if they lose another game uh, playing and it might not even be their fault, it could be, you know, let's say the Iowa and Wisconsin game gets canceled because Iowa gets it. Right. Which, you know, it's, you never know until Friday. You know? Right. And, uh, you know, then Wisconsin's out on the Big Ten championship game. So the next team, you know, right now it's Northwestern. But if you, you know, if they, you know, Northwestern loses a couple and, you know, I mean, it's, you never know. I mean, that's just, yeah. you just got to keep yeah. playing and everything else and- like that. And not to touch on it too much, but it's really frustrating with COVID stuff, you know, and we've talked about it all year and everybody's beat it to a dead horse, but it's really frustrating when they cancel the youth stuff and, and kids, that's what, you know, motivates a lot of kids for school, things like that. And it's just real detrimental right now. I know it's a a scary thing out there, but I don't know. I just, I'm not real pleased with all the decisions being made right now on that either, but. I I agree. I I went up and saw my kids tonight and, Tyler's had basketball Monday night. Obviously, he had it. He has it every Monday and Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, so he doesn't have that anymore. And then my daughter was supposed to start cheerleading on Tuesday. And obviously, this came out Monday night, so they didn't even start. Same with um, my so, son. We were having our first game tonight, for, or tomorrow night for my son. And, and then my daughter's nine. We were starting basketball for her next or after Thanksgiving. So Yeah, so. And, yep. and, unfortunately, and unfortunately, I think high school sports might be in trouble after uh, Friday night's uh, football championships. I if agree. I, just, just my feelings. Um, she just couldn't uh, – she couldn't stop those games from happening or didn't want to. And I understand that. Only I'm glad she left. did that, yes. I'm glad she waited on that. But I really think she could have waited on everything until either right before Thanksgiving pulled those or – right after we come back, see what the numbers are at. You know, that's just my personal opinion on it. And I understand why she didn't do it to the football and things like that. But it's just very frustrating, the timing of it. And, and, and part of it's not her fault with the COVID being higher and things like that. But, you know, if you're going to pull that, that card, I think she should have waited till next week to do it all at once, in my opinion. But Yeah, I mean, I, and I don't disagree with that. It's just – and just like, you know, we're going online next Monday and Tuesday. So, I know – and then our girls' basketball program has COVID right now. A coach has it and a player has it, I think. Um, so they're done till the 30th. And I think I heard today that 11 of the 16 teams uh, in the CIML can't play anyway right now. So it wow. doesn't matter if she uh, says it or not because everybody's going online. So Yeah, um, and, and that's – if nothing else, it's a good start because we talked about it at our school also. We need to – practice the online you know so and I, I, that's one of the reasons i think our autumn school district's doing it uh monday and tuesday get a taste um, for it yep get a true taste for it and and then we'll go from there yeah so. i think that's a good idea all right well i think that's uh unless you got anything else or any big uh hawkeye news or anything i think that'll wrap it up for this week yep nothing at this time it's just go hawks and hopefully we get another victory this week
and and the, the biggest thing is hopefully you play. You know, I, yeah. Iowa State, um, Kansas State's having COVID issues, and so I don't think we'll know for sure 100 uh, percent if Iowa State will play until Friday. Uh-huh. Um, and just like you know, and that could come up. You know, you get a test, they test tomorrow, and comes back Friday positive. You know, the Iowa Iowa could not be able to play, or it could be Iowa State gets it. You know, you never know, and. Yeah. Um, I know there's games all the time getting canceled and, and, th- and that's just too bad for everybody involved, but I understand it. So, yep. You got to do it if you have to. So, yep. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Yep. Thank you for listening to Morgan. You asked for a podcast. If you like what you hear, click the like button or hit subscribe. If you want to hear more episodes from Morgan, you asked for a podcast. Also, if you would like to comment or with any show ideas, or anything, please contact me at morganyasforpodcast at gmail.com or on Twitter at ryanmorgan34.